Hey y'all, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. You're tuning in with your girl Vanessa. And your boy London. So you already know how we start our show off. Baby, we buzz this week. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, the real question is what am I not drinking on? What are you drinking on? Because I can't even answer the question. <laughs> Today, Baby. I'm sipping on a, what haven't you a sipped margarita on? on the rocks. Ooh, it's been, it's been a rough one, y'all. It's been a rough one, baby. We've been drinking since earlier. We trying to catch up because we haven't seen, really seen each other. I know. It's been so That's long. Crazy. Oh my god, I wish I could say I missed you. Yes, I know you did, baby. You don't have to say it. Your face saying that alcohol beverage you drinking <laughs> says it. Yes. So, yeah, we got a lot of catching up to do. I know a lot of stuff happened yes. since we've been gone. People that died. Mm-hmm. People that had funerals. How you doing? People that traveled the world. How you doing? Yes. So, we're really not going to, like, catch up on everything. We're just yeah. going to kind of catch up on some of the stuff that we think is important to us. Right, right. Because we are buzzing. We don't want to talk about everything. Right. Because we're going to forget a few things that we need to talk about. Y'all going to come for us. So. Yes, don't come for us. So, that's what I see it for you. How you doing? Yes. So let's start off about, you know, what you had going on this past week. So I had this past week, and by the time the podcast released, it'll be like maybe two weeks. Yeah. Um, I had the opportunity to go to Brooklyn and mm-hmm. to go to Afropunk Festival, which for the people that don't know, it's a festival for African-American or ethnic background people uh, with creative backgrounds. And it was just a beautiful experience. I enjoyed Afropunk. It was thoroughly refreshing to have conversations and to meet like-minded individuals. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely something that I think everybody should have the opportunity to attend. It was just eye-opening. I saw Erica Badu perform, which if you have never seen Erica Badu perform, you don't know what you're missing. And just the energy. I mean, the trip for me was very eye-opening. I got the opportunity, again, to speak with other creative individuals. And it just was such an eye-opening experience. Yeah. So you say that Afropunk is for the creative African-American like or minorities, yeah. Minorities, mm-hmm. okay, because a lot of people like bashed people for what they were wearing and said this had nothing to do with the African American culture. Mm-hmm. What do you have to say about that? Oh my gosh, well, thank you so much for asking, uh, Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, in regards to that, I think that it's a festival about it promotes creative freedom. And one of the things I'm with two of my friends that are like Afro punk legends, shout out to Van and Marcus. But I think that they need to shut the fuck up and stay at home. Um, honestly, the opportunity itself is just to go and kind of engulf yourself within our culture. It is supposed to be, you know, set up around the concept of Afro or African-Americans in my perspective. But it offered so much clarity to other races and other ethnicities. And just it's about free-spirited individuals kind of banding together and making a difference within the community. So do you feel like it's more like the African-American slash minority creative individuals like being able to express themselves in different ways and showing what they bring as african-americans slash minorities i do because i think sometimes in press and in light you know it's kind of overlooked <laughs> and i think for us since we were in california when coachella came it was a whole different vibe yeah i think afropunk like when i looked at certain people i was like you're going to afropunk and having conversations with them we got it yeah and i think it's a totally different thing and i think by going to this festival not shooting down any other festivals, but this is the festival for me. Yeah. So you feel like it was the the um, Coachella of the black community? I wouldn't even say it was the Coachella, baby, because Afropunk is its own thing. I yeah. think that it was the Afropunk of Afropunk. And I think Coachella is for those that like Coachella. But for me personally, I will be going back next year and going for two days. I actually got the opportunity to go uh, one day this year. But it was such an amazing, impactful opportunity. I think the whole time I was in New York, I was there for about five days. Just getting the opportunity to connect with other, you know, creative individuals and have those conversations. Because again, as I said before, it was by having those conversations that pe- with people that got it. And I think a lot of the times when you are, you know, 
an ethnic background is kind of ignored because it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. And you don't want your creative, you don't want your creativity, excuse me, to be taken as like trendy because mm-hmm. it's a popping thing. Like, oh, a Kardashian, not bashing them, but a Kardashian braided their hair, so that's a new thing. Bo Derek braids mm-hmm. when it's something that our culture has been doing and embracing for a very long time. Yeah. So I definitely think that I'm going to go next year if I I'm can so find excited. somebody daddy to pay for my ticket. Yeah. <laughs> daddy. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah. So yeah, I feel like that's something cool that everybody should experience yeah. just because like we as black yes. and minorities. Yes. Apparently we are minorities. Yes. But, uh-huh. um, the majority you know, we, but the minority. We don't have baby. anything about us. us. Uh-huh. So it's glad to see like all these black African Americans slash minorities, not even just minorities, really. Right. You know, you have people, you know, Caucasians uh-huh. coming as well. So, you know, we see that and see them enjoying, you know, what we have to bring. And that really just, you know, enlightens my heart. And for me personally, like I had been I was supposed to go last year and then I ended up having to switch my plans to go to I think Atlanta or somewhere I went last mm-hmm. year. It was just a whole bunch of things that kind of changed. Went to LA. Was it LA the yes. Okay, so I went somewhere else instead of Afropunk last year just because of the way the schedule mm. fell. But I honestly will say, you know, I enjoyed the experience. Again, like I said, shout out to Van and Marcus for, you know, taking the opportunity to kind of show me the ropes and kind of show me the embrace of the culture. And I think it's so profound to see other like-minded individuals on that level with you, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was no drama, like, and I must say, again, Erica Badu's credit, like, bag lady, like, listening to her preach and meditate and just give me so much great energy. That's something that I never, you know, kind of felt. And I think to experience that with other African-Americans as we're, you know, lifting each other up and giving each other the okays and the yeses and, you know, praising each other for our black excellency and for our black, you know, beauty, I think that's something that I was just so happy about. And I definitely will advocate to all of my friends as I have since I've gotten back, you know, personally going to the festival and experiencing that and, you know, encouraging us. And another thing about this is it showed me from a personal perspective that you know what? Yeah, you're aware of all the things that go on in society, but give back to impact your culture. Mm-hmm. Give back to put on another African American. Give back to open the doors for other people. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think that was a conversation that we used to talk about. Was that about. it? Yeah. I don't want to go too far until you yeah. just get because I want to touch bases on this Afropunk festival. Right, so. right. But it kind of ties together, I think. I just feel like it's so unique and so different for us to come all together and you see how people express themselves in different ways mm-hmm. it's just simply amazing because people are creative on another level right when it comes to creativity i feel like my my point just i draw the line at a certain point mm-hmm. like i can't go no farther than that no nipple rings for you <laughs> no no nipple rings for me <laughs> so when i see other people i'm like damn they were really like broad with their creativity they were on a whole nother level and then it kind of opens up your creativity right to be like, maybe, maybe I can expand it a little bit. So I feel like that's simply just amazing for me just because I see how other people view their creativity and how they draw it into what they wear, how they view things and put that into their life in general. And it's like amazing because it's like, we why, do, why, why should I stop myself at this level? Mm-hmm. When I see this person bringing their creativity to a whole nother level, like, let me just draw my line a little further. Right. You see what I'm saying? So every year I'm gonna draw draw my line a little further, and it's gonna be this grand thing. And I just think it's so amazing how people just draw their creativity to make it who they really are and express it through their clothes and how they present themselves and stuff like that. So it just kind of opens my eyes to, you know, maybe I should be a little bit 
bit more creative with just giving yourself things. I think the main thing for me is giving yourself the opportunity to grow and kind of showcase mm-hmm. your growth and I think that a lot of times we are almost put in a stagnant spot mm-hmm. because society tells us we can't do this or we can't wear this or you're going to be considered against the norm if you do things a certain kind of way and I think that's absolutely for this festival not the truth mm-hmm. I think they encourage you know and uplift the individual that is, you know, daring or... And I thought my costume... Well, not, I don't want to say costume. My vibe mm-hmm. was kind of less than I wanted to give. But it's a learning experience again yeah. because it is, you know, the opportunity to kind of grow. And you are growing every year. And especially in an artistic environment, you want to continue to grow. So I think that we need festivals like Afropunk. We need festivals like Coachella. We need mm-hmm. Jambalayas. We need these festivals to give these people this opportunity to showcase, you know, their worth mm-hmm. and showcase their creativity and showcase their ability to grow. Yeah, I definitely feel like that too. So it's something that, you know, we need to continue to do. And I definitely, from firsthand experience, by getting it and kind of being privy to it, I love it. Yeah, So I'm here for that. So let's go on to the next topic. Yes, yes, yes. So, this next topic is something that's near and dear to me, you know, just leaving back from Afropunk and being in a little apartment in Brooklyn and kind of just reflecting. It's on bringing other people on your journey with you. What do you think about that? What's your thoughts and sentiments? So, I definitely feel like for me, I feel like it has to do with the person in general. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not for everybody. For me personally, I'm going to need somebody on that journey with me. Mm -hmm. Not saying that I can't do for me and do by myself. Just, I like to enjoy the ride with somebody. I like to enjoy the struggles with somebody. I like to enjoy the upbringings with somebody. So, me personally, I don't know why he's smiling at me right now, why he's looking at me like that. But personally, like, I want to be able to enjoy that time with somebody and be like, look, I didn't only do this for myself. I had you by my side. And that's just how I am as a person. Sorry if you hear my my little pe- uh, peppermint in my mouth. But anyway, what well, is drinking her hand? <laughs> I just like to be able to know that I had somebody along my side. But that's just how I am. Everybody's different. Sometimes people have to do it by themselves and then bring somebody along. You know, make that foundation, and that's all you. But me personally, I feel like I'll be the type of person who needs somebody through their whole journey. Not saying I can't do it by myself, but I'm just saying like it'll probably be a little bit easier to know that I have somebody in the background. You know, just pushing me along the way. And see, I think that you make a good point to that. For me personally, I've always been a person that has felt like it was my obligation or duty to open the door for other people. Mm-hmm. And I have, a, I like to consider myself, I'm not necessarily religious. Like I go to church all the time because I ain't going to lie to y'all, I don't. Mm-hmm. But I have a real, you know this, I have a real spiritual bond with God. Like I just start carrying myself. Like everything that I get, mm-hmm. I, you know, credit to God. And I understand my vision and my statement of life is through God. That's how I walk by Sight. Not by sight, but I walk by faith. How and not yours? by sight. See, that was a setup. <laughs> that was a setup for a punchline, Nicki Minaj. Okay, come on. But I have walked by faith and not by sight. Um, as far as what my feelings are in regards to opening the door for other people, I feel like, you know, I'm going to be that doorman that's going to get you. I'm going to open the door for you so that when you're ready to walk through to your next place, I'm there to greet you. I'm there to remind you of why you are going on your journey. Don't forget that it's a little man behind you watching you. It's a little woman behind you watching you and looking at you to show them the path in which they need to go. And I think so many, so much of the space now is, me, 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 me. We talk that we only can be one person sitting at this table. But guess what? If it's one person that can sit at this table, let me order the restaurant next door. Let me fucking buy the restaurant out next door and make sure that it's a buffet. Mm of knowledge, power, and encouragement. I like that. And 
for me going to Afropunk and seeing all these beautiful black people. And I have to say my African-American people because that's what touched me. The fact that it was for us, by us, and we understood us. When you talk to people that understand you and understand your perspective and understand your ability to grow and understand your pain, it's from a whole different place. And I know by listening to some of the podcasts, and I'm just speaking off my heart, I was like, some of the stuff kind of come off like it's for us. Yeah. And I love everybody, honestly, but I feel like it's a void in the community, it's a void in the universe for us. Yeah, true. And when I listen to this podcast, I hear us talking for us to us. Mm. I listen and I hear the, <laughs> the message. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> That's that church. Yeah. Well, I hear a voice and I hear a, me- a message and I hear an image of inspiring somebody else. And I think it's never, you're never too big to be nice. You're never too big to say hello. You're never too big to open a door and understand that it's a team behind your favorite person. Your mm-hmm. fave got a team, baby. Your fave got a fave. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And we have to remember that. We have to be inclusive of our culture. We have to be inclusive and incumbent of where mm-hmm. we've been and where we're going. And so for me, every time that I'm able to talk to somebody and shed light and let them know it's going to be okay, take your brother, take your sister, and let them know it's going to be okay on your journey. I'm here to walk with you. I'm here to talk with you. I'm here to talk a little shit with you. Mm. And carry you through to the finish line. Because Vanessa likes to drink. But guess what? My girl likes to drink. So I'm going to pull her up a drink. Ooh. You have to be supportive of those around you. And you have to be inclusive of those who may need that chance. Because guess what? You may know something I don't. Mm. You see what I'm saying? And when we work together, we're so much more powerful. Your voice is so much more profound. and so much more pronunciated mm. when we speak together as one. And so when I'm in this little apartment, baby, and I'm looking at my friend and my friend talking to me and they at a crossroads, I'm at a crossroads too because I want to help you get to the other side of that railroad track. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So let me stop you right there uh because you're getting too serious and Mm. you get too deep. Mm. I like that about you, but we're going to be 40 minutes into this podcast. Right, right, right. And I do do that sometimes. I get my oak wrong. Shout out to Gail. (laughs) Yes. So let me ask you this. Do you feel like there's a difference between bringing somebody on the journey with you and opening the door for somebody? I do. You do? I think that not everybody is meant to go along on the ride with you throughout your life, through your journey. And I think opening the door is just somebody inspiring somebody to know that they can achieve or dream to get to that status. I think with Andre Leontali, who inspired my Afropunk, you know, mm. look, his thing was he was so busy working that he missed some of his other opportunities, but he didn't know he was opening the door for, for others behind him as an African-American boy from the South that I can relate to standing here, sitting here from Texas. Mm. I think that sometimes with your friends, you can bring them with you and sometimes you can't. So, mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. go ahead. So would you say you would rather bring somebody on the journey with you or open the door for somebody? Oh, Vanessa, Vanessa, Vanessa. Would I rather open the door for somebody or bring somebody on the journey with me? I think it depends on the tense that is put. I think that for me, I've always wanted to open the door for somebody else because it may be somebody that's inspired by me that I don't know. And I would love, you know, as London sitting here today in 2018, I would love to say anybody that's been with me, I would love to, you know, help them get to their higher place Mm -hmm. wherever they think and like they deserve to be wherever god has in his vision for them to be i want them to be there yeah true me personally i would have to say i'd rather bring somebody on the journey with me Mm -hmm. because in order for me to open the door up for you i have to know that you're able to put in the work so if you can't put in the work in the journey how can i open the door for you wow wow yes whatever you're drinking i'm gonna have to buy you more of this come on (laughs) but it's so important don't you think you know my question to you would be this as, what's been your experience, you know, because now we're doing a podcast thing and mm-hmm. it's kind of growing, 
and you have been in situations that you're not necessarily comfortable with, like yes. interviewing live. How do you feel like, you know, that door, is that door being opened for you? Or who do you kind of credit for your journey or progression or your ability to kind of see the bigger picture? Honestly, I'm not there yet where I can say it's something that's um, leading me to this progression. It's just me taking baby steps. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. Taking baby steps. Because like I say all the time, I'm a very shy person, so... Can you cuss for us one time? No. Please, give me one word. No, because I often do cuss for Just y'all. one more. No, 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 okay, no, no. Okay, okay, So I just feel like it's me taking baby steps. Obviously, I'm not going to do anything that I'm uncomfortable with. But it's certain subjects that you can tell when I talk about, I'm very passionate about. Right. So I feel like that's what you... Like six. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing it back out. Wow. So I bet, it's like certain subjects for me. Like when it comes to me talking and being open, it's certain subjects to me that I feel like I'm more comfortable with. Even though it might be a little bit more raw. Or raunchy. Or raunchy is something that I'm more comfortable with. And that's not a bad thing. No, not at all. I don't all. think that's a bad thing. Not at all. You know, you know, it's just something I have to work on daily. And it's, you know, I'm taking it as, you know, the time that I need to take yeah. to be able to be able to talk about certain stuff. So I'm not going to let nobody push me to talk about nothing I don't want to talk about or do something I don't want to talk about or, you know, just speak on something in general. I'm going to take the time that I need to take as me being Vanessa. Yes, I love that. Yeah. And I love Vanessa for that. And I think that <laughs> it's such a profound understanding. But I want to kind of, before we go to the next segment, I kind of want to put in Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. And kind of talk about her contribution. And, you know, Aretha just passed, and she is the shady queen, the queen of shade. Mm. And I consider myself to be the king of petty. So we're actually from foreign kingdoms, <laughs> but we do cross every once in a while. Yes. So I want to say shout out to Aretha Franklin, shout out to her contribution to music, shout out to her contribution to the culture. And I just want to talk about this funeral, baby. It had everybody there from my Amy Patty LaBelle mm. to Ariana Grande with that too little too late ass dress on Ooh. to the hundred pink Cadillacs. Her contribution is so significant. Mm-hmm. But I could not do this podcast and not shout out to Aretha Franklin and shout out to her contribution and to her testament mm. of giving back to the community. Because, you know, Angela Davis was once in jail and Aretha Franklin too yes, uh-huh. She said, you know, how can I have this money? My people made me rich, and how can I not get back to my culture? How can I not get back to my roots? Mm. You know, she started as a little girl singing. But see, she opened the door and innovated the culture for those behind her. And sometimes we have to take a look at these legends from past Mm. and see how they opened the door for those of presence. Mm -hmm. That door had to be opened. That initiative had to be opened. And see, Aretha Franklin was petty as fuck. Mm. But she told you her mind. She spoke her mind. She spoke from her heart. And she always knew that a door had to be open for the next person. And so I urge our listeners, as you're listening to me, give my testimony, give my speech from Brooklyn, to have the opportunity to impact somebody's life. Have the opportunity not to be challenged by fear. Because there's nothing to fear but fear itself. You know, with everything that I have going on, you know work, you know, just trying to find out where I want to be within this next year, getting back to school so I can finish. Why do people feel entitled (laughs) (laughs) entitled to know what you got going on and it like clicks in their head. Let me figure out if they really progressing in life or not. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? See, for me personally, I don't think 
what the fuck they got going on got to do with the fuck I got going on. How you doing? We ran in two different races, baby, and I know how to stay in my lane. Mm. I know how to stay in my lane so motherfucking good. I pull up to the gas station and put unleaded in that motherfucker. Mm. Because I think people become concerned with what other people have going on when they trying to find a checkpoint. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. when when you play, like, a video game, I haven't played a video game in a very long time, but you get to the checkpoint and save it, everybody looking for that checkpoint. Everybody is looking for that standard in which they can compare themselves to. And I'm here to tell y'all, as listeners, as friends, as buddies, as five o'clock somewhere, turn uppers, I'm not comparing. No. I'm in my own race. Mm-hmm. I want you to be in your own race. I want you to be in your own lane. What I have going on over here is not what you got going on over there, and that's okay. Yeah, true. And what I would say with that is, like, after, you know, I've been on this earth for almost 26 years. She's a little older than me, y'all. So, what I've learned is that I cannot keep beating myself down because I'm not somewhere, you know, at the age that I am now, I'm not somewhere that somebody at the same age as me is. Mm-hmm. So, just because so-and-so is 26, they, they a dentist, don't mean I got to beat myself up because I'm not somewhere, you know, as they are. Yeah. You know, I'm running my own race. And my, my lane is wide. Right. So... It might take me a little longer to but get where I need to be. But I'm going to get there, and I best believe I'm going to be successful. Yes. How you doing? Don't, I need to stop bringing myself down. Yes. And a lot of people need to start bringing themselves down, too. Just because you're not somewhere that you need to be or you want to be, don't mean you're not going to get there. Stop letting your age define the person that you are and who you going to be. And let me just say this. My friend Jay from mm. New York, Afro Here he Punk, go with these New York people. She told me, and I think this is the truth, Words are spells. What you speak with the tongue, mm. the energy that you put into the atmosphere is what you get out of it. And like I always say all the time, I'm the person that I always wanted to be because I spoke that, I believed it, and I followed it. It may not have been the path that I thought that I would have embarked on, but God knew. And I knew this is the person you need to be because I spoke things of positivity. I spoke things of light. I spoke things of wonderful thinking upon myself. When you use words that tear you down, tear your character down, or de- or detour you from your ultimate goal, these are the things that you are speaking into your life. Do not claim that over your life. Do not claim that over yourself. Because let me tell you something. Just because where you are today does not mean that's where you're going to be tomorrow. As my 25th birthday approaches me, <laughs> I am wiser. I am smarter. I am more confident. I feel more sexy. I feel more alive than I have ever felt before because for the first time in my life, I've understood the signs. I understood my progression. And you have to, at a point, step back and understand the progression of where you were and where you're going. For those who didn't hear me, you have to understand where you were and where you're going. How you doing? And see, when I... It took me a moment. And I... New York, for me, is so... Amazing because I've been a few times. God has blessed me enough to go a few times. But this time for me was so mind-boggling because I got the opportunity to talk to so many individuals mm-hmm. that had so much to offer. See, a lot of times we feel like we have something to offer, but we don't like to talk about it. See, we like to hold it inside. And we have this great profound idea, but we don't want to share it with others because we, we're scared of judgment. We're scared of other people judging our idea. So, why do I feel like you've been in the church all over with you? I don't know, because, you know, they used to tell me I was going to be a preacher when I was little. <laughs> but I'm so, I'm passionate. I'm passionate yeah. about us. I'm passionate about giving back. I'm passionate about this podcast. And the thing that I love about the podcast, going back into that, is 
it gives us the opportunity to share our honest, unique opinion upon things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If it's something I don't like, then I have the opportunity to say that. Yeah. And I want to shine light on a certain thing. Like, it's a difference between somebody saying, well, why you not here? Like, you this and that. You need to get here. You need to be this and that. You need to realize there's a difference between that and somebody who's saying, well, where do you feel like you need to be? Like, you know, you feel like you're not happy where, where you're at in life. Well, where do you want yourself to be? Like, where do you expect yourself to be? You know, how can I help you? How can I lead you in that direction? It's a difference between those two people. The first person, they ain't here for you. They in competition with you. They trying to see what race you racing. They seem to, trying to see how fast you going. The second person trying to get you, they're trying to help you. Not only are they trying to fix themselves, but they're trying to help you and lead you in a direction, in a positive direction that you need to be. So you need to, you need to be able to, you know, um, tell the difference between the two. Cause you ain't got like a flight attendant right how now. How you doing? Because my hand moving. <laughs> but if you can't tell the difference between the two, you need to open your eyes. You need to slow that drink down. Put that bottle down. You know, get yourself together. Girl, you preach it to yourself. How you doing? <laughs> are you happy with where you are in life? Honestly, like, I don't feel like I'm ever going to be happy until, with my life, until I get where I want to be. Okay. And that's just me because I'm super hard on myself. Yeah. I'm happy. You're happy? I'm really happy. I didn't even ask him that and see how he got But I'm happy because, you know, <laughs> I, I look and I talk, you know, the thing about me is I'm a, very, I'm a very, I'm a very person. I wish like, I could see Look him. at me, look at me. <laughs> Looking like a butter. <laughs> Come on. I think that I'm happy. I'm not content, but I'm happy. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy because I have people that I love and people that love me and I feel very I ain't got no significant other, but mm, <laughs> I mean, you don't got nobody to split that rent with. I know, and I know. <laughs> <laughs> Luxury. But I'm happy because I see the fruits of my labor and I see the impact. Now I see the impact that I have in other people's lives. And when I talk to people, that makes me happy. When I'm giving back to people, it makes me happy. The fact that I'm a leader with the servant spirit makes me happy. And that's another thing people need to realize, like what makes you happy? might be different for somebody else like the simple fact that they're in a position that they looked back and was like dang you know i can't believe i'm i got here for you it might be it might be a little different you might think you in a good spot you know your credit good all this good you don't got no children you don't got no husband you don't got divorced three times but you're still not happy (laughs) but it's just different for everybody else and it's like i can't that's another thing you can't compare yourself to somebody else in their journey because what makes you, what fulfills you, and fulfills your soul, ain't gonna fulfill somebody else's soul. I'm just, I'm fulfilled. Yeah, I'm not, I understand that I'm you not feel, fulfilled. I'm, I'm trying to let them know. No, but I'm just, though, like, I'm a little, things, I feel like, as I'm listening to, I feel like I'm a listener right now. Like, I feel like, it just make you, I think for the podcast for me, the one thing that we, or I try to, I don't know if you feel the same way, but. I wanted to encourage, like, real conversation. Like, you really are with your friend. And I'm listening to you talking. I'm like, as you're answering or talking about different subjects, I'm, in my mind, like, internal. I'm internalizing everything that you say. I thought you were about to say, turn you off. (laughs) (laughs) You stupid. (laughs) You dumb. (laughs) I'm I'm reflecting, and I'm just so happy. I don't know if it's a drink or me. (laughs) But I'm I'm passionate, and I want people to know that it's okay not to be where you are. And it's okay for your friends not to be where they're at, or where they want to be. Because all your friends don't got to be lined up in alphabetical order, or... Why are you doing that face? No, I'm listening. 
You know what I'm saying? But as long as your friends, like, it's a difference between your friends doing bad and then out in the street selling 20 grand, $5. Who do that? I don't know. You know somebody? I don't know the prices. Can you tell me? Okay. I don't know the prices. Girl, let's not talk about that on here because I don't even smoke. You know, I'm just trying to say, when they do it, you know, you know, it's just like, they're not in the same place that, you know, they're trying to uplift themselves. Right. They still in the, you know, background just trying to get somewhere. You just trying to get a little somewhere. You know what I'm saying? It's a difference. And just because your friend isn't in the same position that you are, doesn't mean that you're not going to be nobody. We got two different backgrounds. He said that he fulfilled. I'm at the point where, like, I'm not where I want to be. Yeah. That ain't no problem. It's not. That ain't no problem. But as your friend, I want you to... But you know, and this is the thing about... We got to talk about friendship for a minute. Mm. And I could talk about this for a long time. Hey, but I ain't going to get too deep in it, so don't give me any conversation. I'm not going to get too deep. <laughs> I'm not going to get too deep, but... You know, the power of friendship is so important. Mm-hmm. The I look around as I get into it like a Lifetime movie. <laughs> and it may be the drink. <laughs> but no, no, no. I'm, I'm big on friendship. Mm-hmm. I'm big on kinship. And I'm big on, you know, understanding one another. And I want to say for my creative people that it gets hard. Because the thing about being a creative, a lot of people don't understand is... Sometimes you feel alone because you are doing something or you're traveling on a path that other people are not traveling on. And I can understand it as a person that got out of high school and I was like, I'm going to do a business and I'm going to figure this out. And yeah, I had successful family members, but they all went by the book. Uh-huh. I chose not to go by the book. Uh-huh. I chose to, you know, be 18, starting an online business before, you know, all the other little apps came where we could sell stuff offline. And when you take the path that's not familiar to people, it can become very scary, very scary for you because people don't understand it, and very scary to them because, again, they don't understand it. True. But you have to choose, you know, in your journey to see the bigger picture. You have to choose in your journey to excel and to be all that you can be and to want to inspire and hope to achieve whatever your dreams are. Mm-hmm. And so, even with this podcast, you know, going into it and saying, we just want to have a fun conversation. How do you do that? How do you relate it? What do you make things that are relatable? How do you... Strip back the layers of yourself and say, well, damn, when I record myself, I can't take back what I said. So when Vanessa add makes a sense, drink to it. Yeah. you. <laughs> when you add a drink to it and you say racist comments about you're happy and better than somebody. <laughs> or you say all these things. Sorry about that, y'all. You know, it's how do I say stuff and be unapologetic? True. How do I hang from a ceiling fan? Bust it open, bust it open, bust it. I'm wide open. How do With you a long do? mirror. With a long mirror. How do you say these things and then feel relatable? Or how you say these things, go from that and talk about a serious topic. Yeah, how do you do that? Because people don't feel like they can do the two. You can't. Mm. Or people feel. But I feel like when you find the correct balance and you know who you are, as human beings, we are multi-leveled. We are multi-faceted. We have different opinions. Every day we are learning, we are evolving, we are growing. And you have to figure out how to convey that message so that other people can get it, especially as a creative. So I want to you know, encourage my creative listeners to share this podcast to give it back to somebody to know that we're available on nine platforms thank god three major we're available everywhere but your mama's cell phone her flip phone and we trying to get there and i always have to slide this in because i want y'all to know baby we are growing as i'm doing this podcast every week i am growing 
how you doing? And another thing is, like, you have to realize, like, just because we talk about something, you don't have to agree with us. No. And it's just for something for y'all to listen to. Yeah. And just something for y'all to argue with between your friends. Because you have to realize, just because you are a certain way and we view certain things. Yeah. And you might view them different, your friends might think the same way we do. Because Vanessa likes foursomes, and I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me say something. I don't know if I said that in the, in the past. But if I did, that drink was too strong. Because I feel a little different now. So you have to have these conversations. Yeah with your friends so yes. as you listen to us and you listen to the topics that we bring up have these conversations throughout your group of friends and yes. you have to understand that we're going to be a little different you know from everybody and you have to realize again that you might also have friends yes. who view stuff a little different from the you know the way you do so right. as you listen to us open these conversations up have these conversations with your friends your families your co-workers you know what I'm saying? You know, you never know what's, what you're going to bring up or what you're going to learn about somebody. Yes. So, all right, y'all. We're going to go ahead and close out today's episode. Don't forget to tune in every Monday and be ready at any time. And remember, it may not be 5 o'clock where you are, but it's 5 o'clock somewhere.